The Mission Daily is brought to you by the Twilio Signal Conference. Join the mission team on October 17th through the 18th in San Francisco. And when you join us at the conference, you can use the code MISSION20 to get 20% off. Welcome to the Mission Daily. And in today's episode, we are covering the stoic call to action for health, wealth, and wisdom. I'm joined by Stephanie. Good morning. Stoic, Stoicism. I'm excited to jump into it. I actually don't know that much about Stoicism. That's all right. Even it's, though it's uh, really popular nowadays. It's getting very, very popular online. And this is actually something that I have not heard anyone else really focus in on and talk about because this is an important call to action for your real life relationships. It's not a call to action in the sense of business, but it is a call to action to forge meaningful connections. And ultimately, this is going to help you, this type of mindset and philosophy is going to help you accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. But it's a challenging, challenging topic. And there is a lot of nuance and it risks offending people. It risks alienating people. So if you have friends and you want to forge deeper connections, then stay tuned because I think it will help you do this. And we'll try to balance some of the tightrope walking that is required for doing this. So the best quote to help keep all of this in perspective, there's two of them. The first is, the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are by Joseph Campbell. And you'll see as we go on about why that quote is important to keep in the back of your mind when we're tackling this kind of tricky subject. And the second, you ever have a dream about a quote? Maybe, um, maybe no, <laughs> I've actually never dreamed in quotes. So, so I don't, it, not like a quote, like an Instagram card or anything like this, but I guess this phrase just kept coming up. I've, I know that I've seen it somewhere before, but I can't think of where I saw it before. Do you want to take credit for it right now? I certainly, no. <laughs> you can have the credit. No, I don't, and I don't want to be, I, I don't want to plagiarize it, but at the same time, it was just genius. I've heard it before and I, I just, I love it so much, but it goes something like, speak mar- marvelous words about your friends, thus hasten the brotherhood. And I just, I love that quote because I think that so often it's easy to think that, oh, our friends know how much we care about them. They know how much we love them. And in reality, they might have, they might have no idea. We all need reminders along the way of who cares about us, how much. And yes, they might just be, you might look at it as just words or just saying something nice, but you never know how much those kind words are going to impact your daily interactions and really get them, remind them that they can open up. It's safe to talk to you. And I think that we all need to be giving each other like reminders and encouragement like that. So yeah, I was just going to say, think about how much of an impact you've had when you've either overheard someone saying something nice about you to one of their friends where maybe you're standing nearby and you can kind of hear it. Or when someone comes up to you and they're like, so-and-so has had great things to say about you and they actually go into detail showing the specifics that, yeah that your friend really did talk nicely about you i mean that it, really it lasts means so, for days with you it means so much you yeah. as in me as in everyone <laughs> yeah definitely I, I think that's a great example too of wherever you can you get a chance to speak marvelous words about someone you know to someone else always always take a, you know take advantage of that explore that and really celebrate and sing someone's praises without any thought of you know your own agendas for that meeting i know it can be tempting i fall into the trap of focusing in on the immediate things at hand the really practical things but sometimes when other people come up in conversations i just think it's so important to capitalize on that opportunity to say you know what this this person 
did something that is amazing. So if there's something that your friend has done that puts them in the top 1% of a field or 0.0001%, it could be something that you know you feel embarrassed bringing up, but you feel is really relevant to the conversation or maybe that person is looking for someone like your friend. So it's the perfect time to segue into, well, you know, if you're looking for somebody like that, they're actually in the top 0.0001 of those folks because of A, B, and C. That can just be so powerful. And I'm thinking back to times where someone has said something like that either to me or I've overheard the details and it's always empowering. And you never, it's the type of thing where like, it doesn't, this is gonna sound really stupid. And annoying but it doesn't get old you know no. yeah. and it's it's something that like there you realize okay wow that's how my friend felt about me it's really special yeah. and those type of moments are what is going to allow your relationship to continue to transcend to higher and higher levels and you know bigger and bigger undertakings and projects and more trust and because with higher stakes games and higher stakes business dealings you need a huge amount of trust in your team and your friends and your family and especially with undertaking a big challenge with a family whether that's having kids or adopting kids or you know going on a vacation that is way outside your family's comfort zone say you've always gone to the beach every summer and now you're talking about going to a remote island to you know kill an invasive species of lionfish that is threatening all of the local wildlife and things like that is that our next vacation it's it's an eco trip uh that my dad and i were looking into yeah okay. it, it sounds it sounds really awesome it's kind of like an adventure in that these this invasive species of fish is just decimating the coral reefs everywhere and i'm not a uh you know an, a proactive hunter or anything like that but anytime coral reefs are threatened I, you're going to go after I that can't take fish. oceans are Oceans are so important and we have to understand them better. We have to take better care of them. So I think that the more we can like experience firsthand those things, it's just important. Yeah. So so side note, do you remember the first thing someone told about told me about you? No. <laughs> so we were at a party. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, who is that guy over there? And one of your friends said, That is the he's the Ooh. most moral guy. <laughs> you'll ever meet. And when I told you that, you were like, Who, what? Who said that? And you were so surprised because it was just like a medium friend of yours. It wasn't even someone that you were around a lot. That was my first introduction to you before I even knew you. Uh, that's, I don't know yeah, if you remember really that, nice. but I no, I don't. But see um, now how much of an impact will that have on you today? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nice looking back on those instances and occurrences for sure. And yeah, big shout out to uh, everyone at Salisbury and all of my uh, veteran friends that I was with. Yep. as I wrapped up college in uh, in Salisbury. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so to start this episode, I think it might be good as like a grounding to actually say, what does stoicism mean? Or when you're using the term stoic, what do you mean by that? I wouldn't even worry about it. It's something people de- define it so many different ways. Generally, it's a philosophy for living and dying better. Okay. So it's to get more out of life. Life is gonna have all kinds of different challenges that come your way. It's generally a process of active learning to help fortify your mindset against things that are going to challenge you and that are going to be big challenges like stoicism offers a way to think about those and cast them in a new light so you welcome challenge you welcome obstacles instead of shying away from them it's a call to action to appropriately value your friends and family now so that in the future when they inevitably are gone or you're gone you haven't you have a series of memories that you have really savored and you have really enjoyed 
and you remember those instances where you have both spoken marvelous words about each other. That is what makes suffering in life bearable. So in a lot of ways, I view stoicism in that light. That's the purpose of it. So Got it. Okay. And then today is more about using that methodology to challenge people you're around. Is that like- And it's about the one call to action. And yes, you're, you're definitely right. It's about putting that type of mindset up in front of people so they can either respond and join with you, or you can see who isn't really interested in taking that proactive approach to self-improvement and personal development. So the point being, like, you want to see, you know, sometimes in life, you have to part ways with your friends and you have to part ways with people that are either having different interests or they're doing different things and where because people change and like relationships change, they, they grow, they evolve. Some people want to stay exactly where they're at. They aren't really interested in learning. That's fine. This is not about uh, saying that that's a negative thing or anything, but you also are free to choose who you continue to associate with because ultimately you are going to become just like the five people you hang around with most. And it's important to just keep a, a mindset of if you're really focused on self-improvement and personal development, if you're listening to the mission daily every day you're an awesome person so thank you yes you are <laughs> but you probably take self-improvement more seriously than other people so this is a way to kind of like help catalyze your mindset to identify who else is in it who else is on the bus with you and who isn't and so that is you know one way to use this and so that single call to action that i think it's important to focus in on here is so when Seneca was writing letters to Lucilius, which if you're familiar with Letters from a Stoic, that book is basically a collection of Seneca's genius that he was transmitting to a mentee of his. He was coaching him on many different things. In a way, I suspect Seneca knew that he was going to be killed soon by Nero or forced to kill himself. And yeah, and so he wanted to protect his teachings in the best way possible. So. He picked his most promising student who would also be able to, who also had the greatest likelihood of being able to survive and preserve those letters and teachings and keep them safe for subsequent generations. And that's one of the reasons why Seneca was sending him all these letters. But at the end of his letters, he would traditionally sign them off with a Latin word, roughly translated. It's uh, so the Latin word is valet. And that was a call to action to its most close translation in English is to be worthy. So instead of signing off with, I love you, it's, you know, thanks, best, (laughs) any of those things, it's a call to action to be worthy. And it can be offensive when certain people come across that. So you're, you know, if your friend was telling you, like reminding you as they left to be worthy, like, (laughs) like what? Like there's plenty of people that for good reason, would take offense because that's yeah. just not how people talk in, in these days. But you automatically are like, well, that means I'm not worthy right now. So I need to work up to that. I mean, you start thinking all these things that could make you be very offended by that. Definitely. I think that choosing paranoia and fear and all of those things, that's our default response. It's our default response to think, oh, who doesn't think I'm good enough as I am? And But really, that call, not being afraid of being questioned that's when you know you're you're in a great place and not being afraid of someone who will challenge you, I think is vital to really accelerating learning and accelerating personal development. The more that we can accurately challenge our friends and our associates, the people with a lot of context with us are the exact people who can point out our shortcomings and know 
where we're actively struggling. And it's really, if someone's your friend, it's basically their job to help point out your biggest weaknesses. And in a way that is palatable, in a way that is measured with your personality, with your psychology, if they really do know you, and if they know that you're struggling with something that you want to improve, and there's a pebble in your shoe that they can see that keeps scraping up your ankle and they don't point it out, are they your friend? And so the be worthy CTA at the end of letters is really just a a call to action. It's a reminder. It's a challenge to never settle. And if you really care about someone, you don't want to let them settle. You don't want them to be engaged in just a nonstop, you know, repetitive nightmare of self-sabotaging tasks or self-sabotaging habits. That's the, you know, the ultimate meanness or evil in the world is basically letting someone you love fall down that trap. And we don't want to do that. Hey everyone, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor, Twilio. The Twilio Signal Conference is coming up. And if you're not familiar with Twilio, maybe you've heard of a company called Salesforce. This is also one of our proud clients. Twilio is what empowers Salesforce. So when Salesforce has a conference and they want to instantly collect survey responses from say 19,000 people via SMS, and they want to get that solution spun up quickly, they choose Twilio for good reason. They're not the only ones. Companies like Lyft use them, and we are huge fans of Twilio here at The Mission. Be sure to grab a ticket to the Signal Conference. We're going to be there, and we can't wait to see you then. Yeah, so how do you go about not offending someone? Because I know this is something uh, you've kind of struggled with where you would get really upset at certain points because you wanted to point out with certain relationships of, I see you're struggling with this, and I know exactly how to help you with this. But oftentimes, some of those relationships would get offended And then you'd be kind of angry afterwards because you just cared so much about helping that person and they didn't really want to help themselves. So how do you go about doing it in a way that is not going to automatically offend someone because they might just pull back then, whereas maybe they would have been open to it if you approached it in the right way? I think that this is really tough. So you're you're definitely right. There have been some challenging times where I, I have got this similar feedback from you and where I've reacted negatively. It's very, very hard, and it's something that I don't think you can get better at without practice. But I also think that it's something that if you create a bunch of conditions on or wait to, you know, for the perfect moment, it will never come. It's something that you have to experiment with as quickly as possible. So I was listening to a great book the other day, and the author just reminded people that on average, so he's conducted, I think, 3,000 different trainings, different seminars and things like that. And this is a doer too. This isn't just a person that runs the seminar circuit. He's uh, done just as much, if not way more than what he's talked about and trained. So anyways, he's telling everyone that if you don't take massive action on this in the next 24 hours on the material that we're covering, you never will. Mm -hmm. And that's not a platitude. That's not just him saying it. It's the result of him watching 3,000 different classes of people and then following up with them and then asking questions and seeing who actually explores this and tries it immediately. So that's a really important lesson for this because if you worry about what that person's going to do too much, you'll never just say, hey, have you thought about doing it like this? Like, Or, hey, have you, I, I don't mean to, I know this is presumptuous, but have you thought about approaching it from this angle? Or... Hey, I really, you know, I love you, right? So can I be honest with you? And, you know, get the person very, very interested, very receptive, and then present it. It's not easy. It's never going to be easy. 
but you also don't know what's on the other side of that conversation. Maybe the relationship will be exposed as a complete fraud and you'll discover that that person actually hates you. <laughs> like you, Hopefully but not, but yeah. You, obviously, like hopefully not, but you really don't know if you have a lot of relationships that have been forged in comfort. You know, I, let's take the word forged out there because they're not really forged. They're basically just developed in comfort. And so many of us in the Western world have relationships that are just based on you know, spatial proximity or I grew up with these people, that's fine. But if it's not a relationship based on shared values and morality and philosophy and a, a mindset of doing and helping each other, you know, it's going to be really tough to see what those people actually think about you. And so the challenge is to just get it done as quickly as possible. And it might be really negative feedback or chances are it's going to spark a really deep dialogue into well, thanks. Like, I, I didn't know this, but be prepared too for the person to challenge you right back with something else that they've been holding on the tip of their tongue. Again, afraid to offend you. They don't want to say it, uh, but just be be ready for that. But again, if you have somebody that's willing to risk offending you to get you the truth or get you something, some type of information that could help you, you're so lucky. You're, I mean, blessed more than just about anyone else who you know, there's many people that are just surrounded by completely false and artificial relationships of people that would never take a, any type of personal risk, never make any type of meaningful sacrifice for them. And you, you don't want that. If you're listening to this podcast, that's not your end goal. So this is a call to action to always be worthy. And it's a process of constantly becoming. It's It never ends, but also it's kind of great that it doesn't because in the process we become better people and we're better able to love, nurture and care for those we love and those we care about and those that we don't too. And this is the type of thing that's going to help introduce you to new connections and new people that will come out of the woodwork when it spreads that like, because if you're fun to be around, if you're a value add to every, as many situations as you can be, people will tell other people. So if you're looking for more friends, if you're looking for deeper connections, just be a better person and it will, word of mouth will you know, circulate. Uh, if you're, if you become remarkable in the sense that when people leave hanging out with you, wanting to share a piece of that experience with others, you're going to be in a great place and you're going to be able to source like all the friends you need, all the connections. And yeah, it's just a different way of uh, thinking about it. Yeah. So maybe if it feels like you're about to say something that could offend someone, maybe you could try out a good old fashioned compliment sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the compliment sandwich is is uh, a classic and yeah, it never so goes out Yeah, give that one a try because if you tell someone, you know, you, you're doing this great and here's a way that maybe you'd be able to really up it by times 10. Plus, I love you at the end. <laughs> Just really squeeze that in there and I think that's a good way to maybe Check start this. out easier to have more successes in the beginning instead of just instantly offending someone. Yes, and check with your HR department because different people can be finicky about different words. So, True. All yeah. right. But that's great advice. And so thank you so much for listening today. If the stoic call to action was valuable or if you enjoyed this episode, let us know on the socials at The Mission HQ. Make sure you're subscribed. If you like this podcast, give us a rating or share with a friend. We are honored for every single time people share, that people talk about it. And we're so glad that we get to serve you every single day. Thanks. Ballet. Ballet. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. 
See you next time.